0: Some of
1: us came from further away than others. Yes. Uh, but we are welcoming you back. This is the Sunburn Collective. I'm Khan. And I am Sergio. And we got another great show for you tonight and for this month. Um, but I, first, I need to welcome my good friend Sergio back from Colombia. He just uh-huh. flew in Sunday. We get back on Sunday. I got back. Two days ago. Two days ago. What day is it <laughs> today? Today's <is> Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday. That's right. <laughs> and uh, sure. he um, lost his Monday. phone in Colombia. So first
0: day, three hours in. Three, wow, I didn't know
1: that. This like is the first three, time we spoke because yeah. also uh, we're having a very Miami day today, and by that I mean it's raining really hard and traffic is bad. Mm-hmm. So we both got here right before we had to start broadcasting. Absolutely. So um, we're gonna, I'm gonna catch up with him during the course of the show. Yeah, but we do have a great show for you. We have two titans in our genre of music which is the like loosely affiliated to disco genre mm-hmm. um they are manu dibango and the fatback band yes so these are also these are both uh, very important artists in the genre but also two artists that i think we stumbled
0: across very early very near and dear to us yeah we found very out of it these guys right us, away personally and then moved on and then came first back to first parties we were throwing had fat back all played the a lot of fat
1: back mm-hmm. but um, also uh, another reason is because our uh fat back edit just went up on the internet and is uh, popping off pretty nicely so we're going to we're going to play that for you later in the set um, but first i guess we'll uh, we'll get to Manu Dibango um, which i he, hear
0: has an interesting life?
1: Yes, he does. Uh, so, Mario de Bongo, if you know the name, chances are you know the name because you've heard the song Soul Macosa,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, which we'll discuss a little bit later. But uh, it's not the only song he has. Actually, I think most people are un- <laughs> un- unaware that, uh, that... It's not? Huh? <laughs> it's not, No, he's yes. got plenty of music. It's and uh, I think a lot of people are unaware that he's actually from Cameroon. Um, which kind of explains kind of the elements that he brought into Soul that, Uh. which later would reverberate through disco and eventually just pop music. But before we get into his life story, I actually really wanted to play another great track that he has, uh, which was his first hit in the U.K. So like a lot of uh, African musicians, he popped off in the U.K. first and then uh, came to the United States. So... His first big single in Europe and in the UK was a track called Big Blow. So I'm going to play that for you now. And then after that, we'll uh, talk a little bit more about his history and then uh, get into a little set I made with his music. Nice. So, anyway, here we go. Uh, I'll see you on the other side of this track.
2: So don't give you <laughs>
1: It is. And Tragically Overlooked, uh, that was Big Blow by Manu Dubango, which, as I mentioned earlier before I played it, was his big breakout hit in the UK. Mm. So Manu Dibongo, uh, as as I mentioned earlier, un- unbeknownst to many people who are very aware of his biggest hit, Soul Makosa, is a Cameroonian-born musician. He was actually... Uh, This is an integral part of his becoming an artist story was that his mother and father were from two different tribes in Cameroon and uh, intertribal like marriages are kind of frowned upon. So he always he says he always felt like a uh, kind of an outcast in society. And that kind of drew him towards playing music and wanting to be a musician. Um, Those two tribes were. Yeah. Those two tribes were the Yabasi and the Douala. I bring that up. Because Sol Makosa, which is, I'm going to start off this uh, set in a minute, uh, his biggest hit. Uh, Sol Makosa is derived from the word makosa, which is a duala word for dance. It means dance. Mm. So I bring that up because there is a famous chant in Sol Makosa, which goes, Mama say, mama, sa, mama makusa, which you probably know from a Michael Jackson song. Uh, mm-hmm want to be starting something, or the um, Rihanna song that sampled it, which came out uh, much nah, later. Nah, chill, chill. Nah, chill. chill. <laughs> well, anyway, so basically what Mama say, Mama Mamakusa means, which I learned while researching this, is basically he's scatting with the word makosa. So it, it'd be like saying diggity dance, dance, diggity dance, or whatever.
0: Oh, no way. That's what it
1: means, <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't actually mean anything. It's just him like playing with the word makosa. So uh, I bring that up because, like I said, he had a very interesting life, and I think the most interesting thing about it was that uh, he sued both Rihanna and Michael Jackson in, tw- in 2009. Shit. Yeah. He, su- he sued both of them because nobody had... First of all, Michael Jackson never asked him for permission to use the Mama Say Mama Sa line in Want to Be Starting Something, and when Rihanna cleared the sample, she only cleared the sample from Michael Jackson, so he sued both of them, and Michael Jackson admitted in court that he took the line from Sol Makosa. Uh, and so basically, uh, Maru DiBongo tried to uh, prevent either Michael Jackson or Rihanna from obtaining any uh, income from any Mama Say, Mama Sa, Mama Makusa-related music.
0: That is a lot of money.
1: <laughs>
2: That's a that's, that's a ton a lot of money, money. That's right? A lot of money. <laughs> and also,
1: I think the biggest problem was that he waited until two thousand nine to sue, so he didn't oh, sue Michael Jackson when it first happened in the eighties, because um, that record was on Thriller.
0: Oh man, man,
1: yeah, exactly. So his his uh, his case was out, was thrown out of court, unfortunately. And Michael,
0: when did Michael die?
1: Michael Jackson died. I don't recall. I, it might not have been him that that admitted it. that. It might have been his like people, but uh, anyway. So. Uh, but he is getting royalties for it in in France, and because uh, Cameroon was uh, formerly a colony of France, so there's a big Cameroonian population. Uh, he's very well respected in France. is uh, one of uh, I think he won some kind of award for being a classic French musician. But uh, anyway, so Makosa is really interesting and really important because one, you know, the Mama Say Mama Saw thing came out of it, mm-hmm. uh, but also. It became such a crazy hit that it got emulated. Like, people tried to copy it a lot. So a lot of soul makosa type songs were coming out right around when it was hitting... The most famous of which is Jungle Boogie by Cool in the Gang. Yeah. So the story behind Jungle Boogie is that there are some people at their record label said, "Hey, we really need you to make a soul makosa like record because that's popping right now. So,
0: <laughs> like, so
1: right. we need you to do that." And they said, it's "All right, Jungle whatever." Boogie. And then they went in and did Jungle Boogie with a bunch of made up like African sounding whatever <laughs> in there. So I think there's a guy like just named. <laughs> Jungle Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> so uh very very important in the development of not just disco music not just funk music fusion world music but also one of the pillars of hip-hop because soul Makosa is a classic break record mm-hmm. like a lot of early rap djs hip-hop djs that was one of the records that would break uh For that's among what uh early break djs referred to as the the golden crates specific break records that everybody had, that everybody cut up. So, anyway, I think uh, that's mainly why I wanted to start with uh, Big Blow, which is a song that's not Soul He By the way, Manu Dibango has a huge catalog. He continued making music after that. Uh, it's mostly, like, uh, kind of an African jazz vibe. A lot of it's really that's good. That's really good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. So... Definitely, um, if you're a fan of that song, of Soul Makosa or Big Blow, then I would really recommend you check out the rest of it. Um, but with that being said, I think I'm going to jump into the Manu Dibango set, and then after that, we're going to talk a little bit about Fatback. So, um, Oh, and of course, I'm opening with Soul Makosa because I had to play it. So um, anyway, I'm going to get started on this, and then we'll see you on the other side of it. All right, here we go.
2: Mama, come Mama, come mama come on,
1: back yes. so that was the manu dibango set uh starting off of course with soul Makosa, which is like i know we've all heard it a million times but
0: it's god it's a, good it's a great song i know
1: and then i think so the other thing i forgot to mention is that manu dibango is a saxophone player so i think you heard it also in big blow mm. that saxophone uh lick that he does yeah it's, uh, you, you understand that he has kind of like a specific vibe or like flavor to his saxophone playing. Yeah, he does. But anyway, that uh, was uh, Soul Makosa to start out with. After that was Blackwater Gold the uh, by the Sunshine Band. That's the Petco Turner edit. Love Petco uh, Turner. Sorry. Petco Turner. Go check out everything they're doing. Uh, after yeah. that was Disco Royale by Dr. Soul. And closing out the set there was Dance With You by Carrie Lucas. So...
0: Funny thing about soul makosa is it's um I've always had trouble mixing that in at least like as tastefully as I've always wanted to. Right. Like, you know, I've I think I've tried to incorporate it into many sets like when we've had these live Talk events. Talking on the mic. Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, you got to turn it around towards you. You see? There you go. There we go. There it is. Huh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Where was I? All right. So, uh I've always tried to incorporate it into our um like, live shows and everything, but right. I've always had trouble mixing it in, like, uh, tastefully, you know? I think I've, like, tried to put it into three or four of our live, like, shows, and it just didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, so you, know, you got to mix
1: so that like a break record. Yeah, you got to kind of, like, uh, get two versions of it and yeah.
0: mix it up like that. Always presented a little bit of trouble for me, so I ended up, yeah, scrapping. I'm going to
1: yeah. bring it in later. Wow. Well, it's yeah. easier when you build the whole set around it, I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyway,
1: we can uh, move on to the second portion of our
0: our features today, which is the Fatback Band. Yes. So Why don't you you tell us a little bit about the Fatback Band? Well, the Fatback Band, the New York City Fatback Band, founded by Bill Curtis. Um, If you're keeping note, that's probably not the first time I've said that name. It rings a bell, and it should ring a bell to you, too, you know? Um, But uh, they started in uh, the early 1970s. yeah, working their way up. Uh, so basically, they started out uh, at Perception Records, you mm-hmm. know, and they had their first hit single, uh, "Street Dance," right. That reached like the top 30 in like the R&B charts, but they never ever crossed over to the pop charts, right? Which um, is something that would continue to be the case for their career for their whole career. Yeah, um until the very end which is pretty crazy because they have a huge ca- i think they have like 20 something albums they- right and they're
1: fire all of them and like they started in the early 70s and then went through the 80s so it was like every transition in like dance music you know they started mm-hmm. out with kind of a
0: jazzier bent and then it became funkier and then it became like disco mm-hmm. and it in became like electro funk yeah you know? and, and they kept up with the time Every one of their albums has just banging records. It's one of those bands where when you do, like, dive into their catalog and you start listening to everything, you're like, how is this band not as recognized? Why isn't this like Prince? Yeah, exactly. You know? Why doesn't everybody know this band? It's uh, really surprising. Um, The
1: thing is that because they were so popular on the R&B charts and not the pop charts, this is... The Fatback Band is sort of a staple of black music in America. Mm Mm-hmm. Because... Not only did they have a lot of success on the R&B charts, but they were also sampled a lot. So like, do the bus stop you've heard sampled a couple times, or like, <laughs> um, what's the backstroke and backstroke like, yeah, what was the and then I think Missy Elliott sampled one of their songs was the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like that. Are, yeah, yeah. They like uh, I forgot the name of that song. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I got disco on my brain. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like they're a pillar of black music in the United
0: States they and like are almost completely unknown by white audiences. Completely, completely. Yeah. Um, it's surprising how unrecognized they are, especially because they are widely recognized for releasing the first commercially released rap single. Right. Just a week before. Uh, the Sugar Hill Gang, yep. Rapper Delight, which is another fun fact for they. Yeah. We had to get an effects. We had to get, the, <laughs> <a little> <laughs> <laughs> get an air
1: horn in here. <laughs> but, like, I mean, if you're paying. If you if you know anything about the story of Rapper's Delight, you know that um, it was kind of a made up band out of New Jersey that released it, mm-hmm. you know, even though the hip hop parties were like popping off in the Bronx. Uh, and uh, basically. I think what a lot of the old time funk bands and disco bands were seeing was this, this this like rap thing happening and Fatback is like so cutting edge that they just kind of jumped on and released a record before the the seminal hip hop record that everybody knows mm-hmm. you know and so like forever Fatback is like not enough credit and then Fatback is like I don't know I think I already said it but Fatback is another band like Cameo where like Depending on what era you heard of Cameo, your vision of Cameo is completely, is completely di- different.
0: Right. Exactly. So if
1: you're into early Cameo, like m- most people who are Cameo fans know early Cameo, which is like disco and funk music. But then they moved in a more electro-funk direction and then became pop stars.
0: Mm-hmm. That back has a similar trajectory without as much of the success, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so if you knew... Fatback in the early 70s, as opposed to like 1975 when they started moving into their more disco y kind of Almost It's completely different. different. Yeah. It's completely, but it's all really good. Um, And that being said, I think we'll move into our first. Right. um, So, we're going to
1: start this feature with a song. uh, This is Backstroken, which is one of their most popular songs, but also probably the first one that we heard. Like, I remember when we first started getting into this kind of stuff. I was like yo check out this band fatback it's awesome and we've like played that song over and over again mm-hmm. played it at a bunch of parties and stuff and then just started learning more and more about fatback Popped and off you every know time. had that i remember having those discussions with you is mm-hmm. like why doesn't anybody know about this band mm-hmm.
0: you know so. and then really looking into them like wow that's a lot of music they have to offer yeah they got a lot of stuff on <laughs> but
1: anyway we're gonna play you the song that got us introduced to fatback which is backstroke and and then uh talk a little bit more and then and then play a nice little fat back set so anyway we'll uh catch you on the back end of in. <laughs> Strong! tighten up on your backstroke. Absolutely. <laughs> True words
0: have never been spoken. So that was the <laughs> Fatback band uh, with backstroke in. Yes, and that's 1980s Fatback, right. by the way. Um, so if you're looking to get into them, let's start around that era. Right. Um, yeah, that's know, where we started. And then
1: work your way in opposite directions, basically. Exactly. So um, we're going to get into the Fatback set, but it is going to feature uh, our newest edit, of the uh, fatback Band song, The Joint, and that's going to be a very 1970s-sounding song,
0: and you'll notice. Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about that at the end of the show. But still, just this fire, but just in case we do not get back to you, make sure you do show some love to the SoundCloud page. So
1: that rework is up on our SoundCloud page uh, for free, and uh, a lot of people are liking it, some people you may have heard of, Um, and if you're a DJ, uh, I recommend you go check that out. Please. And, and yeah, if please. you're
0: just a regular listener, come and check it out. Download it. Put yeah. it on your Yeah, iTunes, show some love. Um, you know? And uh, as always, the Instagram page is out there for you guys Instagram, to show some love, Instagram, Facebook, all, uh, the social all the social media things. We got all that. But uh, with no further ado. Yeah, let's get into this set. All right. All right. And then we'll uh, catch you on the other side of it.